everyone and welcome to the Migrant Next Door. I'm your host and fellow migrant Ritika and I'm here to talk about all things related to migrants. So we'll discuss everything from moving to a new country, mental health, relationship problems, culture shocks, investing and more in the journey to build a home away from home. So I'm going to start um, with the weekly weather update. I'm sure all of you have uh, really missed it. As you can hear from my voice, I'm not really sulking about the weather. So that means the weather really has turned around. And we've had a couple of really good week and especially weekends where we've had really nice sunshine. The weather's been great. It's not cold at all. And even though yesterday we had a bit of a rain, um, the weather still was really good. It wasn't cold at all. So I was able to walk slash run from my work to where my car was parked and I didn't feel cold at all. So I am hoping, really hoping that the weather stays that way because um, I have really missed it and um, I am quite happy to be able to have long days with light and not having um, sun set at 5 p.m. So that's been great. And um, the other thing that I've been doing in the last couple of weeks is trying to just settle back into my normal life and get back to my daily routine. It sometimes gets a bit hard when you come back from a trip for whatever reason that trip is. Uh, but when you come back and then you take some time to actually adjust back these jet lag, time differences, your body's uh, still trying to get back into the routine. So um, I think I've now sort of uh, managed that and I'm just getting back into the old routine of getting things done and just going about my life. And while I've been doing that, I have sort of realized this this change in in my lifestyle just even just in like two or three weeks which which brings me to today's topic which is are we living in a bubble and that goes for anyone who's um, lived away from home or who's currently living away from home especially for us migrants who basically move countries what i sort of have noticed personally in my situation um living back home in india a busy lifestyle, so many people around, there's the, the hustle and bustle, everyone's going somewhere, no one's got time for you. And and then over here in Christchurch or in New Zealand, or, or I'm guessing it's the same for some of the other countries as well. I'm not saying I'm not busy. I'm actually super busy. And I've got all of these places that I have to be and I've, I've got no time to do stuff. But it's still, it's still not the same. Like there's a difference and the way that we conduct things in this country or I'm going to see any first world country really and that's just me generalizing but the way we conduct things or the way that we go about our lives in general is quite different to how I would go about my life back in my home country and and there are a few things I'll, I'll talk about to to let you know why I think so. First of all the whole concept of doing something in good faith never really existed for me at least back home in my day-to-day dealings with people for anything Uh, but when I came here um, I remember it was me trying to either buy a car or sell my car so I could upgrade but someone mentioned it and doing something in good faith really just means that 
if I'm selling a car and it could be on Facebook or whatever marketplace, someone comes to have a look, they'll do a test drive and then they'll ask me, um, is there anything wrong with your car or any repairs that you've done? And I'm going to tell them the truth. So I'm going to say, my car's had such and such issues. Um, I fixed these two issues, but I haven't fixed the third one. And I think if you buy it, then it'll cost you, say, $200 to fix that third issue. So that's the information for you. I can either um, reduce the price by $200 or I have actually already uh, priced it quite fairly to accommodate that $200 that you're going to spend if you buy the car. Um, and I've had no accidents in the car. The car's uh, smoke-free, um, don't have pits, doesn't have pit hair in the car. So just general stuff like that. But everything that I'll tell you it's going to be the truth, like the true information that I have about my car. I'm not going to try to give you false information or just try to rip you off so that you can just buy a shitty old car and, and I'm selling it as um, something that's really great, works well. So I'm not going to do that. And the other person will actually believe every word that I say. Now, back home, I don't think this concept really existed. I mean, maybe it did in a few places or institutions or when you were studying but not really in general day-to-day -day life the general day-to-day -day life rule is that everyone's trying to rip you off so you have to be really clever or you have to be really smart when you're dealing with others who are not your friends or family so the first time when I went to buy a car I was um, quite conscious of it because I thought my god someone's just gonna rip me off or someone's just gonna ask me um, for more money than the car's actually worth or anything for that matter when you're like buying and selling stuff like that and I'm not saying from like the supermarket or or when you go and buy a brand new phone then obviously the company's not going to rip you off but I'm saying for example secondhand stuff and even um, in workplace when we are dealing with clients and vendors the expectation is that whatever the other person is telling you is the truth because they're doing so in good faith or if they're expecting that you've done something, they, they think you have done it in good faith. So they will not question whatever it is that you've done. So that's quite different to how we existed um, back home and how we did things back home. So because of that, sometimes I feel like I have almost lost my street smartness or I'm not street smart anymore. Or maybe I am a little bit, but not as much as I was back home. It's just you don't realize it when, when you are in your new country. It's, it's only... When you go back to your home country and you're dealing with people or you're talking to people, you realize, my God, this person's actually like super street smart, whereas I'm not, but I was. And why is that? Because my life has completely changed. I'm in a totally different sort of environment with like different kind of people with different mentalities. So obviously it's going to affect me over time. Um, two, three, four, five years, it is going to affect me. And the reason why I ask, are we living in a bubble is because these a lot of things that happen back home that you sort of forget when you move somewhere else and it's only when you are back in the thick of it you realize my god these things still exist how did I forget about these things or how did these things not cross my mind or have I ignored these things and sometimes it could be something about your family um, something going on with your friends or just the general way of life there's a few things that everyone in the country does but now that you've moved somewhere else you don't really follow that sort of routine and and it's a it's a hard life but still if you've moved to a first world country however hard it is you still sort of have this um, almost like a cushion around you 
to protect you from any big blows because you're so far away from your home environment. And I'm not saying everyone has like an abusive environment that they have to run away from, but just in general. And I've seen that people sometimes also ignore a lot of stuff that they probably hear from their friends or family back home, which are like genuine problems, but you realize that you can't actually do anything. So in some instances, just to protect your mental health, you sort of just ignore that stuff or you don't think too much about it if you're doing it for mental health your own mental health then that is great because I for one find it really hard to do that I if someone stole me something back home a friend's in trouble a family member's not feeling well or something like that even though I'm sitting here and I absolutely cannot do anything I'm just going to think over and over about it and then just I'm just going to stress myself out and I've just recently really felt that way And I've had to consciously tell myself, you cannot do anything in this situation. So rather than sitting there stressing out, feeling helpless, and then, you know, overall just being miserable, you need to just park this somewhere and just move. Move away from it. Move forward, move anywhere. But just park it and move. And if and when you get a chance to do something about this problem, that's when you deal with it. I'm not going to say I've been super successful in doing that, but I have really tried. And I would suggest to a lot of people to actually try that because sometimes it's helpful and then these the other times when and again I've seen that um, with my friends sometimes I've done that um, knowingly or unknowingly where there's problems or there's stuff going on back home with friends family people you love or even in general like wider you know family where you don't really like you don't have an emotional attachment to them, but they're part of your extended family. And someone's told you something and you basically just do nothing. I mean, you anyways can't do anything about it. So you just choose to ignore that stuff because you're not there. You're not dealing with it. You just ignore it. If it is something that actually matters to you and if you still choose to ignore it, sometimes the thinking is, if I don't think about it, it will just go away or it will disappear. It never really goes away or disappears, but you forget it. Or you just very consciously don't think about it. And I don't know how to, I'm not sure if I'm doing justice to to this topic or not. Because sometimes in some situations, that is the best thing to do. But in some other situations, I feel like you don't necessarily help your friend or family or whoever that person is. Because you've chosen to ignore it. Because you have looked the other way. And you're thinking it'll disappear, but it never does. So I don't know if, if in every situation this is the right thing to do or not. But but yeah, people do that all the time. And I, for one, find it really hard to do that. But I've tried to tell myself that I will only stress about things that I can control or that I can contribute to make better. If there's something that I absolutely cannot do anything about, I just really need to move on. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a work in progress for me, definitely. Um. The, the other thing that I want to talk about is sometimes when we're doing all of this, um, going back home, even for, for a vacation or just spending time with your family for three, four or five weeks, whatever it is, it's almost like a reality check. It's like nature or I don't know if you believe in God, but like God reminding us, this is where you come from. And even though you've gone out and built yourself this new life, this is where you come from you know, and you may have forgotten about how things were so difficult and how people were so difficult, but you'll always have this connection to this place or to your, I don't know, parents or brothers and sisters and family and friends who are there. So this is where you come from. And in 
sort of those moments sometimes i just feel like wow here i am just whinging about these first world problems and i'm not saying that's something stupid but i'm just saying comparing it with like some of the bigger things that are happening around me with my family or friends or my my group of people it's just really different and i have just on multiple occasions that i've gone home i've always been given this reality check sometimes it's a conversation with somebody and you feel like wow this person's actually dealing with so much and here i am or sometimes it's just a situation where you're like oh my god how how did i forget about this or oh do they still do this after six years of course they do it after six years just because you've moved away from a situation doesn't mean the situation will change like i said it's not going to disappear so i think that's something that at least for me it just really opens my eyes and i feel like um it's so different the other feeling that i've sometimes got when i've um, gone home is the feeling of being overwhelmed because as i mentioned there's so much hustle and bustle in the city and people are so busy that when you sort of step back especially i remember the first time that i went back home on a vacation after moving um to new zealand i had like a mini trip with some of my friends as well and we went to a different city through train and then when i stepped out of the the railway station i remember i was supposed to like cross the road go on the other side and then look for a bus but the moment i stepped out of that railway station i just there was this like i don't know how many hundred people were there and everyone was just like trying to frantically either catch the bus or cross the road or go somewhere and it's just for a second i just stood there and i still remember that because i just stood there and i just looked looked at what was happening right in front of me and i thought wow and that was the feeling of being overwhelmed because i thought my god i can't do this i can't cross the road and i can't get the bus and i just yeah i'm just overwhelmed like what do i do what's my next step this is just too much for me and then eventually two seconds later i got over that feeling and my friend was like hurry up <laughs> so so that's that but that happens quite a few times with um, I, at least it's happened with me either i'm just like super dumb and people are thinking whoa there's something wrong with you or it's something that everyone sort of sometimes feels when they go back because the two lifestyles at least for me the one that i had back home and the one that i'm living here they are just so very different on every level that i can think of and i'm not saying one is better than the other one just the difference of it is just mind blowing to me so yeah have you ever felt that way maybe you have um i think sometimes there is a disconnect of what i think i have here and what i had back home and i'm not just talking about a better job more money opportunities not not that just in general what i was as a person here what i have here and what i was as a person back home and what i had there and and i'm not really sure why there is a disconnect because i think i am the same person but maybe i'm not maybe my personality and the way i operate has now changed to a good extent given that i've um, now lived here for over 5 years but what i consciously want to do is not forget about what life used to be back home because that is sort of my connection to the people there and if i forget how my life was back home then i will have that disconnect with everyone who i talk to who still lives in india whether it's a friend who i'm catching up with after i don't know 6 12 months or distant cousins or aunties and uncles or whoever it is i need to always remember what life was back then and then as i step back into that environment again if i'm there then i need to just connect the dots 
and only then I'll be able to connect with the people is my thinking about it. The other thing that I want to do is I really want to be considerate of others and acknowledge my privilege that I was able to, you know, get this opportunity or I was able to afford this opportunity to move somewhere else, live this super comfortable life and if someone doesn't have it and I'm not saying I'm I'm always going to pity someone who was not having that lifestyle but just be considerate of like other people's feelings and their situations and circumstances and have that sort of empathy for others that if they have been in a situation and if they've decided something I need to see where they come from what is their point of view because their point of view is 100% different than my point of view so so I think that's probably just like a gentle thing that I suppose everyone could do when when we go back home after a few months after a few years we just need to be grateful for what we have and just be considerate of of others as well because we were once in their place in their shoes so we need to maybe once again put ourselves back into their shoes and see that this place has not changed you have changed and your lifestyle has changed and your circumstances have changed but where you come from hasn't changed so maybe in a way we are living in a bubble and every now and again <laughs> when we go back home and life gives us a reality check or or we just step out the the railway station and just stand there feeling overwhelmed and that's also a reality check because that still exists um so yeah it's um it's different everywhere and we just need to be open minded i guess for all the different scenarios that could happen and it's not just going to be me and my three different scenarios in my cushy life in this country so yeah that's what i have to say about it let me know your thoughts and suggestions about what you feel on this topic and um leave a comment on social media at the migrant next door on facebook and instagram and uh, like and follow us on these pages you can listen to this podcast on all of the podcasting platforms spotify apple podcast and everything else really we we should be there just um search for us i i do realize and i do want to acknowledge it i haven't forgotten that we are a little bit late today um our episode usually comes out on a monday and today is tuesday so apologies for anyone who was waiting for this episode yesterday i will see you again next week on monday i promise see you take care and stay safe